G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. What's up, everyone? It's Naya. I'm back like that ass up. Third, unofficial third co-host. And we really, we about to, we we really about to jump into the top five projects that we individually chose for 2020. This is the highlights of the year. Let's go. to the end of 2020 it's been a, a hell of a year <laughs> a one that no one who's ever experienced this will ever forget for a multitude <laughs> of reasons but we got some really dope music to come out of this year and you know usually you and I do a recap but I say you know what let's Let's broaden the stakes. Let's let's get some friends to come on the show and give us their opinion because their opinion might be better than ours musically. Probably better than yours, Rob. Oh. But you know they might be better than ours. <laughs> yeah, I mean mine's just like here. Y'all just cool. Uh, uh, so well, before we we get into it, we're gonna welcome Naya back to the show and Jasmine. Welcome to the show, ladies. How you doing today? Well, what? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> we living. We living. We alive, and we we able to to talk music. So it's, I'm I'm excited because I know y'all probably That's have a really it. dope list. I'm eager to hear mm-hmm. y'all thoughts on what's your right. ranking. So let let's get into. We're, we're doing a top five projects. I don't want to say EPs. I don't want to say albums. All genres, so I don't want to limit you guys, and I don't want to be on the podcast for four hours. I love y'all, but no one's going to try to listen to us for four hours. Five projects, any genre, in order of y'all favorites this year. But before we do that, Jasmine, we'll start with you. What are some of your honorable mentions that was really dope but didn't make the list? Yeah, so I... 
Jarrell knows this. I'm a huge R&B, specifically alternative R&B fan. So, like, back in, like, 2016 when I met Jarrell, like, I was really big into SoundCloud um, and, like, mixes. And now you see on Twitter... um, uh, that amorphous guy he's doing these he's really on dope, fire yeah these really fire mixes of combos that i just wouldn't even think of um so a project kind of just like looping to that kind of time is uh 1988 by knowledge um i absolutely love that project um, I, yeah so i had a moment i i love 90s r&b and i you know this, I was reminded of Cut Close and how that was such a underrated girl group um, oh. back in the day. And Knowledge flipped, like he he flipped one of their songs and I was just like, oh my God. It was like, don't be afraid. And so I checked out the whole project and I was like, this is flames. Um, but didn't quite make my top five, but outstanding project as a producer um great beats to just kind of throw on in when you're like cleaning the house or like in the car um just a really dope project so that's honorable mention number one all right now what what are some of your honorable mentions okay so some of these they really they they almost made the cut so my first one is going to be Industry Games by Chica. Fire. Um, every it was every song. It was so cohesive. Um, every single song on it was just it, it did what it needed to do. Um, I thought it was a, a really really strong project for her, and I think it also helped her get some notoriety because she got to do Tiny Desk and she she got to do. Um, other performances off of, of off of that project. Um, my next one that again, this one almost made the list. Um, it was good until it wasn't by Kalani. Mm, uh, okay. I initially did not like this album. Oh, you were smoking crap. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I won't say I did. It wasn't that I disliked it, but it was like you know how sometimes you listen to stuff. You was like, okay, it was cool. Like, it just didn't move me. I, and, but, you know, sometimes you have to have a moment to connect with with an album. So my moment happened. Yeah, my moment happened um, because I was getting my lashes done. And any girl who gets their lashes done knows that you and your last tech have a very close relationship, you know, intimate details about each other. And my last tech, I hope she doesn't hear this because she's going to be mad that I'm telling her story. But Hey, we're trying to get these views up, so go ahead. <laughs> Air it out. Air it out. My last tech and her baby daddy were having an off day. Mm. And he was calling her in between her doing my full set. And she was giving me some details on their relationship. Last set, they were good. This set, he was moving out the house. Mm. And so we were listening to this Kalani album, and it, them songs were hitting different when she was telling me the stories that she was going through. And I was like, you can relate. Bad news is this is it. So after I had that experience, I, I really connected with that album. And then um, 
my last one is Lil Baby's album. Only because I, I only put it up there because it's Lil Baby and he can do no wrong to me. Um, and that album with he got snubbed by the way. For sure. He got snubbed. For sure. Because this was his year. Everything that man touched turned I I'm a stan. So um, but that album was too long, so it didn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ron, so what, you're what saying, but you, it was too much, little baby. Listen, listen. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> it, was, it was too long. You don't got to put every song on that you made on the album. <laughs> All right, Rob. So, what are some of your honorable mentions? That uh, my two, the cut? my two honorable mentions are. The album by Tiana Taylor. Um, I think after the um, one that she did with the first one, you know, with the seven joints, we were all like, "All right, so we need more music." Right. And this, this, I've been playing that since it came out. So she gave us an unskippable album. Like right. even the songs that you might not like flowed so well. Dog. On the album. It's like bro, I've been Tiana fan since forever. So. It just missed my cut, but it was fire. And I still play it. So shout out to Tiana Taylor. And from from King to a God by um Conway. That I mean, we get the Method Man verse, which is top five verse of the year, maybe, you know. Like Freddie Gibbs on it. Of course Benny, like nah, that album is crazy, like from like he really at first I just thought he was cool, but Nah, he up there with Benny now. I, you know, uh, Westside still trash though. But... <laughs> <laughs> boop, 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 boop. I'm a shot fire. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. Westside makes amazing his, albums, but he can't rap. Oh like, God. and his voice is the worst. Like, like he's like Jim Jones with an annoying voice. Like, <sighs> bowling. Sorry, he's distinct, not annoying. <laughs> Nah, I like, take that. Like I, his. If, I think parents. if he didn't do the ad libs, I wouldn't be mad because, like, I love Ghostface because he just rap and kill it. It's crazy. He be every. Boop, 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 pow, boop. I'm like my man, like, I'm already hearing you. What? So yeah, I mean, Benny did it right when he only put him on the hook on this album. Smart. We'll, and we'll get to that. So for me, um, before we get into, I guess, albums, my honorable mentions, for me. If Out the Trump by Larry June came out in 2020, that's my number one album. I've probably played that album more than any other album this year, but because it came out in 2019, I'm not going to put it in there. Uh, Seti Hendrix, the BHD EP, that's something that I kind of stumbled upon, and I've been playing that a lot. And then yeah. lastly, um, shout out Blast, man. Uh, no Love Lost, that EP... And the deluxe is coming. By the time this is out, the deluxe will be out. And yeah, he he cold. I think he he might be one of those ones that this time next year he's everyone's favorite artist. So those are my honorable mentions. So again, we got five. And with each album we mentioned, we got to give a breakdown on why we chose it and why it was at the numbers at. So we gotta get real critical like we're in school again. Alright. So number five, <laughs> Naya, the floor is yours. Who's your fifth? Okay, so my fifth album. Sorry y'all, I'm looking at my notes. <laughs> <laughs> 
2000 and Forever by Bree Runway. Okay. Okay, I'm not here. Yeah. So educate me. Okay. Okay, okay. Okay, for everybody who is not familiar with Bree Runway, I don't know if you can necessarily put her in a category. She makes pop, she raps, she makes R&B, she dances, and she does it all really well. Her visuals, to me, is what made her project make the list because every single one of her visuals, I can tell that she grew up studying Missy, Buster, anybody who who really um, took pride in how their music was presented visually. Her videos reflect that, and she also had a Missy feature on this album on her song ATM. So I could really y'all could really hear the influence. Um she also had Rico Nasty on this album Rico, on her remix. Out of Rico. <laughs> her remix um, um <laughs> of her song Little Nokia. And she also had Young Young Baby Tate on her song Damn Daniel. Every single song up there it sounds completely different from the other I think that Brie One Way is in the running to be like what people want Normani to be. I think it's mm. okay. <laughs> I was just about to say so, that. I was like, you sound like you're yeah. Normani. Oh. No, she she definitely is like that black pop it girl that people really have been waiting from on with Normani. Um mm-hmm. If anybody hasn't heard Brie Runway's music, I recommend going to watch the video. Start off with All Night. If you want an R&B flavor, if you want to pop, go listen to Damn Daniel. I think she she did a quarantine video and it looked really, really cool. Um, And then also check out her video, Gucci, if you want to get like a like a bad bitch dance type feel. Okay. Yeah, okay. that get in your bag. <laughs> Yo, this is what we're not doing to start the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I have to check her out. Yeah, I definitely gotta check her out for for sure. Yeah. I'm gonna try to put everyone's album in there so that way whenever mm-hmm. they listen to this episode, you see five, four, three, two, and one. So Jasmine, who is your number five for twenty twenty? Yeah, so for me, um, sticking in my vein, my my list gonna be very R and B heavy. That, that is perfectly fine. He's <laughs> in advance, but my baby daddy, as I call him, Masego, from Richmond, Virginia. Um, Masego, okay. he's 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 already kind of getting recognition left and right. Um, mm-hmm. I remember the BET Awards. Um, you know, they were doing the whole virtual. Uh, you know, performances and, you know, he had the whole setup with like the plants and he had a saxophone. And then I remember on Twitter, people were like, Oh, who's that? He playing the saxophone and he's singing it. I'm like, chill out, chill out, (laughs) (laughs) relax. Relax, Okay. Um, but no, I think what he embodies on, um, this EP, uh, studying abroad is just, is just fire um it's really short it's only six songs um but you know the standouts on it is like um you know the mystery lady with don tolliver and i had never really gotten into i don't i'm not like into hip-hop as much like the current hip-hop scene but i heard don tolliver's voice and i was like 
I, I like this. I like this a lot. Kind of like that mix of R&B and hip hop. And like he just floats on the song. Um, it's does. beautiful. And then, of course, Silver Tongue Devil with Shensei. Shensei, I, I never pronounced her name correctly, but she's on fire right now. Um, you know, uh, Jamaican rapper, female rapper. She's hot. And, you know, she can flow. And I and she did like a cypher once again for the BT, uh, I think it was Hip Hop Awards. Yeah, and, I did see yeah. it. Yeah. And she was yodeling on it. And, you know, Shorty has sex appeal and pen and love it. I love it. I'm here for it. To have sex appeal and yodel at the same combination. Yes. That's, that's incredible. <laughs> that is yes. a winner. Nah, she she bad. She bad. Um, but yes, Masego, I'm still rooting for him. He's putting out firework, quality work, um, and getting recognition. So that's my number five project. All right, Rob. Okay. What, what's your, what's man, your you five? Know, gotta, gotta go in my vein, man. So it's New York. <laughs> Shoot for the stars, aim for the moon, man. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke, bro. It's fire. Without with the tragedy and anything, this ain't even no sympathy. This is crazy. First of all, Quavo sounds amazing on that album, and we ain't heard amazing Quavo in God knows how long. That's okay? a fact. Let's get that out the way. First of all, 50 Cent somehow sneaks into a hit record again. <laughs> Look at this guy prosper. And then we get the mini men flip with Guided Armies. Like, nah, this album's crazy. Something special with the Ashanti joint. Like, nah, Pop Smoke was in his bag, bro. Like, there's nothing. I don't even know what I skip on this album. See, uh, for me, you the didn't Swain Lee the, joint was kind of eh. You, you didn't mention the best song, which is Diana with King Kong. Diana! Like, dog, he I mean, floated. First of all, that's crazy because I've been a King Kong fan. You know that. But Diana, what? Yeah. And, and people were talking crazy when it came out. They were like, that song ain't even gonna be nice. They were sitting on King Kong. Nah, that was as soon as I heard crazy. it, I was like, it's the best song out. Like, immediately. Like, nah, bro. This album was, like I said, I still play that damn near at least once a week, bro. Nah, okay. for real, I, I told people when we did the podcast and everyone even just in passing, I'm like, yo, he made a modern version of 50 Cent's The Massacre. Like, if that would have come out in 2020, it'd be this possible album. So, God bless the dead. I, I really, we got robbed of seeing where he could take it because this is an amazing first step. So, RP Pop Smoke. For me, I'm going to do, this is probably the most recent album on my list, um, Savage Mode 2. 21 and Metro. I mean, it's very rare that the sequel beats the original, so I'm going to just say it, you know, simple and plain. This is the greatest mm-hmm. thing we have ever got from 21 Savage. <laughs> and then you add a Morgan Freeman narration. You have Morgan Freeman Thanks. narrate a trap album. That he wins. Ooh. He wins. Whether it's... Uh, <laughs> whether it's the intro, his version of Mini Men... The collaboration, whether it was with Drake, with Young Thug, he he didn't miss. And then, guys, the Snitches and Rats interlude is one of the greatest interludes in the history of recorded music. I just uh, want to put that imagine out getting there. real talk from Morgan from Freeman. From Morgan Freeman, bro. Like, getting Big Rube is phenomenal. But to uh, have Big Rube write for Morgan Freeman, you, you really He became the hood it. principal Clark. It was crazy. Yeah, it's fire. So, salute to 21 Savage. Uh, it's the greatest thing you ever made. Everything is fire. If you want to get on the real, like, all right, I'm riding late night, 
21. So shout out Savage Mode 2, Suit the Metro Booming. And yeah, that's all I got. So number four, Jasmine, I'll let you kick it off first. Alright, so number four for me was on heavy rotation in especially in the beginning of quarantine, and that was Kiana Lede's Kiki. Fire. Uh, that project she did not disappoint because i've i've been listening to like her projects here and there and like on soundcloud and then saw her in concert she opened for lma and i just i fell in love with the girl's voice and the production on her songs it's like really good r&b that fits the pocket of today in the most beautiful way possible and so i I adore this project, you know, the collab with Ari Lennox to Chocolate, and they did the little music video together, you know, on the cell phone or yeah. like via Zoom or FaceTime. It's FaceTime. And that was so cute. And that song is just, it hits that, that funk. It just, it makes you bob your head. There's so many wonderful, there's like the vulnerable moments on it, you know, talking about her dad and, you know, past relationships. And then you get like the bangers of, and the flip of, you know, the outcast flip, um, can't be mad at me. Like, yeah, no, that was dope. That was super dope. And I believe there's like a brandy (laughs) sample on it. So anywhere you're like, you're paying homage to, um, you know the past but like making it your own in a unique and authentic way i love that shit so she gets a number four for me 100 percent. that's a really good album i, I just want to say before now you go that even though a lot of my risks my list is majority rap r&b won 2020 i just want to put that out there like r&b was not missing rap you needed the element of being outside to really experience it but r&b top to bottom we got a lot of gems that people will revisit years from now and be like that came out too I'm like yep so yeah Naya, what's your number four before i even get into my number four i have to just say how much i love that album and how i have listened to canceled multiple times a day since that album has dropped mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, i listen to that song like i'm going through things like that's crazy i love that song <laughs> <laughs> so my number four um is Philigen. Okay. Village Village. Yeah, yeah. Uh that album to me uh, it's fairly recent. It came out I, I wanna say like September. Um to me it felt very real to what 2020 is and how it's been the album is very spiritual and it's very very black in terms of all the different genres that they combine together and the inspiration of being in church which works well because they're a collective um it's just a it was just a very very uplifting album they gave they feel like very similar to arrested development uh, in terms of their sound and i actually want to choose the intro from one of the songs on the album go for it go for it which is song thing um 
I listen to that song every day. That's my smoking. That's my smoking song. If you and it, <laughs> and I just you know it's a song about smoking weed, but they really make it sound like it is about the Lord. It's it's amazing. Um, and yeah, that's that's the that's one of my favorite songs and of twenty twenty from one of my favorite albums. I'm not mad at that at all. Shout out Mariba, man, because she's on that album too, and she's awesome. So that's definitely one of my favorite yep. people. So yep. I'm, I'm with that. I'm digging it. All right, Rob, let's see if we can keep this going, this momentum. Um, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm going to go R&B, you know, you know, change the pace. I'm going to go Ungodly Hour by Chloe and Holly. Ooh. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I like the vibe of this album, just like from the front to the end. Like Lonely is like probably top five, ten songs of the year for me, like, don't make it harder on me, like, that's like, that album is just like, I mean, like, I don't usually just get into the simp and sappy bag, but you know, when it's high quality, you can do that, you know, Jarrell just likes to do it too often, it's different. What? <laughs> I'm catching strays, dog. I yeah, tell but no, like, I love the album, the, like I said, the vibe, I love the voices, like, everything in that album is perfect, like, I can just play that album, like, literally like six seven times in a row and just chill the whole day like so i want to say this you know i'm they're two for two when it comes to albums um i think this album is almost unskippable the worst song on there features my dog my main man sway lee and it hurts so bad i was like really bro because that was the first single i'm like I don't know about this and then Do It came out and I was like alright we're back mm-hmm. we're back and yeah that album is crazy so we're gonna keep the the R&B I guess pop element my number four probably the biggest album of the year and the biggest snub at the Grammys After Hours by my man The Weeknd just be um, still on my list is, is definitely <laughs> one of his better albums and one of his best projects in quite some time my songs Too Late and Snow Child. For me, Snow Child, for him to interpolate a lyric from Trilogy and then bring it back, and I was just like, oh, man, like he's really giving this a, a, a jam. And I think top to bottom, the performances were really strong. Other standouts for me is Heartless, In Your Eyes. Like He, he has a lot of really good records, and how this didn't get nominated. It's one thing if you say he didn't win. That's one thing. To not get nominated is a crime. And it's, it's really a But shout out the weekend. Ace performing the Super Bowl for me to to remember when, you know, like he first came out, it's like, yo, he came a long way, bro. Like, salute to the weekend. So that's my number four. Alright. We're gonna switch it up. Rob, what is your number three? You stole my number three. My number three is Savage Mode too. Like, like I said, bro. Like, it's too much. It's a lot of like gangster murder music out. But so, so I only try to listen to the best. And Savage Mode two is high quality murder music, bro. Very <laughs> accurate. Oh no! <laughs> like, like yo, that's just that's like, yeah, I could do something to this shit. Like, no, I left behind. Like, it make me want to do. Like, I'm like, man. That nigga in the third grade, I gotta catch him slipping. I will you say, know? you know, a lot of rap albums I wanted to hear outside. 
the crime levels might have went up had we heard this album outside in a regular year. It's a really great album, but yeah, Glock in my lap. And bro, Glock in my lap, bro. Oh, might man, make that, me want to see somebody, especially we drunk, like we in our feelings. Somebody, ooh. Yeah, and it nice dropped around homecoming shit. season two. It, it would have been really bad. Great, but really bad. Man, it would have been the greatest moment ever, bro. Imagine us 20 deep in the club. We could have really did some damage. <laughs> Hopefully we can do that next year. So let's let's hold that thought. All right, Jasmine, yes. what's your what's your number three album of the year or project? Mm-hmm. Let me say project. Yeah, number three would be my Toxic King, Brent Fias. My dog. Yes, um, I absolutely love this project. Um, I, you know, shout outs to my dear friend who, you know, Drell and I's friend from. Um, you know, when we first met Rebecca, um, she put me on to um, Brent and really Sonder. So like the group that yeah. Brent was part of. And, um, you know, I've seen this guy in concert before and it was such a fun experience. Like he's from the area. He went to my friend's school. So just kind of like hearing like, oh, yeah, you know, his brother was was uh, this guy and, you know. He was there and he was struggling in school, which you could hear on his first project, you know, like he didn't want to be there. Um, but I like this project a lot, like standout tracks, obviously clouded, uh, been away. I'm just trying to get my paper straight. Like, you know, he'd be speaking to, you know, the men folk. I, I, I you know, talking to dudes, they're like, you know, I might not be in the R&B, but I love that Brent Fires guy. You know, he just be, he spitting, no. he spitting back. <laughs> you know, he sound beautiful, sounding real toxic. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I love this project a lot. Um, make it out the way that the project ends is so cerebral. and That just song definitely should have been a lot longer. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I absolutely agree. Uh, I heard that and I was like, Why? why would you do this to me? But um, I'm looking forward to more work from Brent. Um, You know, hot shit. I love it. And see, I'm going to say Brent, because Brent's higher on my list. So I'm going to say my take for Brent, but everything you said is spot on. So Naya, what is your number three project of the year? My number three is going to Chloe and Hallie with Ungodly Hour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) that album for me really solidified Chloe and Hallie where I feel like they have deserved to be for a very long time I have been obsessed with them because that um, their true artistry they write, they produce they, they can sing incredibly well from what I can see they're not problematic on the internet all they do is like <laughs> repost stuff and go. And I also have appreciated how they have never given us the same arrangement twice when it comes to their singles. It feels like every performance you're hearing the song for the first time and it's the same song over and over. They just have such a the level of detail that they put into their music and their production, it, it screams Beyonce is my mentor. I love, I absolutely love how Chloe can mimic her voice to, to sing in like the same way that Beyonce does. And I can tell that Chloe really studied Beyonce, even the way that she performed. 
I'm going to have to um, agree with Rob. I think Lonely is one of the best songs of the year. I am not exaggerating. I feel like it might be one of like, the best songs I've heard in like the last five years when it, yeah. in terms of R&B. Um, it's just, that song was just, to me, so powerful from two women to say, like, I think a lot of people need to really hear what they were, they were saying about it. It doesn't have to feel lonely being alone. And other... Exactly. <laughs> other standouts for me on that album, the title track, Ungodly Hour, was just amazing. Flames. Unexpected, completely fresh, Forgive Me, was an amazing single. I think mm-hmm. that it just... That was just like the perfect album to the perfect song to open up the album. So I, I kudos to Chloe and Holly. Like they they thought that album through. They did their thing, and I think that's gonna be that album that really solidifies them as as legends. They're gonna be yep. torn off the album for the rest of their life. For sure, for sure. So I guess for me, and I appreciate, and both what you and Rob said is, is spot on. Um, it's definitely one of the best albums of the year. Um, my number three, I'm gonna keep it rap. Uh, shout out New York, Griselda, is Benny the Butcher's Burden of Proof. Now, you know how, like, when you listen to something, and, like, I, I've heard Benny, but I've never, like, given him a full go for a project. So I'm like, Hit Boy's producing it. I see the features. I'm like, okay, this little that's gonna be a good album. And when you're listening, like, by track three, I'm like, yo, this is amazing. And then you're expecting, like, all right, one song's going to be and, and I can be like, all right, got you. Like, okay. And then by track eight, nine, I'm like, he's really doing it. Like, it's, it's really more fire than I ever thought it was going to be. <laughs> um, one Way Flight with Freddie Gibbs is crazy. And I'm not the biggest Queen Naja fan, but that's a whole different story for another day. But her hook on Thank God I Made It, oh, I was driving to work, almost had a thug tear, dog. That song was so <laughs> beautiful, bruh. Like, yo, I could see why he, he shed tears in the studio making that. Um, He got a good Wayne verse, which, you know, I'm a Wayne. And even though Wayne has had some mm. issues, but that's, again, another story another day. He gave me a great Wayne verse, Rick Ross. His hit boy may be the producer of 2020, and this album is is a masterpiece. So, yeah, that's my number three. All right. right. So, Jasmine, number two. We're almost there. What is your (laughs) number two project of 2020? Yeah. Number two. um, So... Within the vein of R&B still, I'm very much into, uh, this is kind of like an ode to the Corinne Bailey Ray, like kind of folksy, kind of R&B feel good um, joint that you put on. And it's Leanne La Hava's, Leanne La Hava's, uh, her self-titled album. I think she hadn't released a project since like 2016 or 15. Yeah, yeah. Nah, it was, um, it was, the hype was real. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... You know, the colors performance that they uh, put on YouTube and sometimes like it goes viral on Twitter. She had the best rendition of her. So there's the album version of Bittersweet, but then the colors version, it just hits different. If you want to talk about range, Leanne LaHava's voice is. Oh, it's beautiful. It's better. It is but her. That that song, 
I played that nonstop, nonstop. And then when the album came out, she did not disappoint. Like that is something that I throw on constantly because I be in my little uh, sad girl mood or like, you know, just like constant, like reflective mood. I get some coffee in the morning and you like, you look out your window and you throw on some Leanne La Havas on there. Um, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, if you haven't listened to it, go and listen to it. Um, really just puts you in that beautiful Zen kind of mood. She plays the guitar as well. Is just a talented musician all around. Um, Green Papaya, Read My Mind, and uh, bittersweet, obviously. Weird fishes is actually a cover. I believe it's a, a Switchfoot cover. cover. Um, so, really, like if you like R and B, if you like kind of folk, if you like rock, like I feel like you would love her. So, um, yeah, that's my number two. So, all right, Naya, okay. your number two. What we got? I before I even say my number two. Jasmine, that was a great, great, great <laughs> pick. You recognize. <laughs> like, if you, like Jasmine said, if you love R&B, that album, one of the best, she was another person who got snubbed. So I'm glad we're giving her recognition here. This is why you're on the podcast. Cause see, if, if y'all weren't on and then you would have heard, you'd be like, dang, you mentioned her, you mentioned this. So this is why inclusion matters. Diversity matters. Look at you. I see what you did. The balance of men and women. I see you have the representation of black. They will. I'm out here. I peep. Thank you. It's a radio head. Cover, not Switchfoot. My bad. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Naya. Let, let us know. Good one. My number two album of the year. So I will say, Chloe and Holly would have been number two if this album never came out. Because it's a, it's a possibility that this album would have never come out to our knowledge. And it is a written testimony. Mm, okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 I see where okay. we going. Drop that knowledge. Mm. Okay. So, sprinkle those. Like I, sprinkle I, like I woke. Said, okay. Like, like I said, you know, this album might not have, we might not have ever received it, but it was a 2020 curveball, in my opinion. It was one of those things where mm-hmm. I've been like, oh, I would have never, never guessed it. We got it. We got a lot of Jay. I know some people didn't like that, but y'all know Jay is my goat. It's almost the goat birthday. Hello. So Hello. we got to mention him on the podcast. Talk to um, him. <laughs> come on now. Well, this album to me, it was, again, was, it was not a song on this album that no time was wasted. Every song that was meant to be there, was there, it was cohesive. I, I even enjoyed, I, I don't typically enjoy featuring Travis Scott on a song, but you know. <laughs> that's <laughs> he that's wild, me with the but go ahead. <laughs> I mean, as a main artist, I can do Travis Scott, but when it say featuring Travis Scott, I'm like, okay, featuring what? Um, but I can, <laughs> I can, I can deal with it on this album, but I, I think that for all of the, the amount of hype that went into what this album would sound like and all the anticipation and I, I really applied, um, 
Jalen Tonica for taking his time to do it on his terms and putting it out when he wanted to. I mean, and I can't complain. There, there's no song on there that I don't think um, that wasn't meant to be there, and he did what needed to be done. Number two for me. Okay, all right, Rob, how you gonna top that as your number two? What, what, what you got? Did Rob freeze? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> Rob might have froze. So I'm... We about to be waiting on him like this album. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh... I'm screaming. <laughs> That's funny. So I'm, I'm going to go. I'll figure out how to edit all this in. This is crazy. So my number two, keeping it wrapped. I like how you put Jay Electronica. Um, the outro, All Praise Due to Allah is that song almost made me cry and then finding out that that was recorded the day kobe died i was like bruh like yo that's insane so right i'm with you on that my number two though i think the best rap album of 2020 freddie gibbs the alchemist alfredo so good my brother's in the comics i bought the comic for him i was like hey you can have it go support um and that album is just really good man again him and him and ross they didn't miss the record with tyler the creator something to rap about is incredible it's just a really good album the production is good it was just like you know how is he gonna top you know bandana and you could argue it's better. Like that's that's crazy to say. And even though the Grammys got a lot of things wrong, putting him as album of the mm-hmm. year, I'm cool with that. That mm-hmm. brought uh, joy to me. And um, yeah, that's definitely one of the best albums of of 2020 for sure. That's my number two. Looks like we got Rob back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rob. That was crazy. Super crazy. I'm like, yo, Rob just froze live on air. Okay. We here. So what is your number two? Was, yeah. Album of the year, oh, bro. Snap. Yeah, I was trying to get some light to JLX album that leaked. The um Act Two joint. Mm. That that was crazy. But I I, I would have put it on the list, but I couldn't hear it again, so I couldn't even assess it. But my number two, you know, was said before is after hours by the weekend man, like bro, he can't be touched to me, man. Um Blinding Lights, I love I love the change of pace disco thing for me. Like that's a vibe I like. Um it's not too much of it on the album, but it's just enough for me to, you know, move to. And until I bleed out, like, I love the toxic shit, man. <laughs> like sometimes you gotta let them know it's their fault even if you're wrong, okay? <laughs> And I think that's what we need in this world. <laughs> so yeah, man. Shout out to the weekend, bro. Like, you know, you know how I feel about him. Ever since my dear melancholy, it's untouchable, bro. All right, so here it is: the number one project of 2020 for all of us. Y'all, y'all ready? Night. We're gonna kick it off with you first. What is your favorite? Project in the year mm. 2020. Okay. okay. Now, this is an album that I can talk about for another hour, but I will limit myself. Okay. I will say that this was another album that I had a, a deep 
emotional connection to this year because I was really secure in the bag. And this album had had me had me feeling that I was in that bag. Okay. And I'm sure you guys can guess based off of that that mm-hmm. it's burden of proof. <laughs> okay. Okay. That is my number one album of the year. Um, Griselda just they they've been killing it, but this year they like they they really killed it. Like for sure, for sure. killed it. Even gotcha. Armani's project to me was oh yeah. Every everyone killed it. And this album, to me, again, I think was another defining album in terms of changing the trajectory of an of a artist's career, similar to like I was saying about Chloe and Howie. Like, I think this was the album that really made people say, like, oh, I need to go. I need to go listen to Benny. Like, y'all really saying he's, he's like that? I need to go hear it. Um, Jarrell, you already named some, some of the, the greatest songs off the album. It's funny that you said Queen Isaac because I put in my notes with a little star, even though Queen Isaac is on the album. Yeah, she, she, she's fast. She's fast, for sure. I gotta give her her flowers on that. She killed it. It's still number one. It's still, they could have they could have gave him a, a come on, like, he could have got a better a better feature than that. Nah, nah, okay. nah. She hit the soul. For that one, I she hit the soul. I know, I know people like her, but she could have Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna say nothing to get y'all show canceled. Um, we appreciate but... that. <laughs> <laughs> Blessing. Shout out to her. Um Darrell, you already hit some of my key points. I I also put down the Wayne feature. Anytime you got a decent Wayne feature, you know the album is on fire. You know the album (laughs) is crazy. You know somebody got one where Wayne is actually rapping. Speak. So he got. Yeah, yeah. So sad. He got. Listen, you know some when an artist has a decent Wayne feature, you like I at least me. I think like, hey, what did they say to him? Like, how did they coach him through this? But not. Not saying that he needs it all the time, but some stuff. He some needs it all the he, time. No, you can say it. He needs uh, it all the okay, time. Okay, <laughs> okay. I was trying not to get you canceled, but since you you let me go, yeah. So, <laughs> like, that's how I felt when I first heard Solange's album. I was like, how did Solange get Wayne to rap like that? Like, what did she say to him? But um, my other, I I couldn't believe you didn't mention this song, Jarrell. Which one? One way flight. One I did flight. mention one way flight. Him yeah. and Freddie. Yeah, what? Okay, I zoned out. Well, One Way Flight, one of the best songs of 2020, period. I don't care any genre. Maybe I just really love this album, but I really, really think, like, the chemistry between Freddie and Benny was there. The the intro to this album set the tone. It really made you, like, I'm really getting to this money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, and Rick Ross. The biggest. This album is for like you know real LLC people. You know. They said it's a panda. It's a pandemic. You feel me? Bands up. Pandemic season. 
new Come jobs, on, new bags, all of that. Yeah. Listen, you gonna, you gonna cry in this Toyota or the Maybach, and I'm choosing the Maybach every time. Yo, I said that to my girl, and she was like, a Maybach, please? I was like, all right, man. Yeah, I'm choosing the Maybach every time. But yeah, that's my number one album. If you I'm haven't listened to that. it, check it out. Burn approved. You like real rap, especially like that '90s, early 2000s. It sounded like could have been on Rockefeller rap. Mm-hmm. Burn oh, Benny the Butcher. Enough All said. Right. All right, Jasmine. Number one album project, whatever you want to call it, of 2020 is. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, Mine is it was good until it was. If I can't mm, and that, that's twenty twenty for sure. <laughs> yeah. That I I've always had a love for Kaylani from you know, getting it out of the mud like back in Amen. the day. <laughs> I have so much love for her and I'm so proud of her growth. I think that this project in particular, like I knew like each project she just she outdoes herself and I think, you know, late 2019, I we heard All Me, and I was like, yo. Which was if fire. She produced, yeah, with um, Keisha Cole, which I think they got some beef now or whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, they got beef, and Kamaya, they were supposed to do a project together. And yeah, Keisha, wow. You, yeah. you don't want that. Yeah. It's a whole story. Right. Rob Rob called it straight from Keisha Cole, but that's a... Nah, but she showed me love, too, though. (laughs) So chill out. So chill out. Shout out to Keisha. What happened? Love you, baby. What happened? I don't even know. Like, something happened. I'll let let Jasmine finish, and then I'll tell the story. I'm going to tell the story. I got you. That sounds like an interesting story. Um, (laughs) But, you know, after hearing all me, I was like, oh, Kehlani's on fire. She's about to enter 2020, and really just kill this and you know same yeah and then of course we all know Kehlani was dealing with you know this quote-unquote open relationship with YG and uh you know (laughs) I I very much am like you know what go get him get him just get him and call him (laughs) out and da 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 and I that Valentine's Day record yeah yeah that That was a pivotal moment. Hey yo, like like she snapped. <laughs> she she snapped. ended the clip, dog. Is is that's still my favorite record of 2020, bro? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, and you know the fact that you know she she she's been a little bit more open talking about her personal life and you know her her tumultuous relationships and whatever, but. All you need to know is in her songs. She says that. She's like, mm-hmm. I, the whole story's in the song. Go check it out. Just listen to it. Shorty's <laughs> pen is has always been strong. Always Amen. great. But the production on this, shout out to her team because, you know, I watched the Breakfast Club interview um, and she was talking about we was about to cancel everything, like music videos and, you know, push back the album because of coronavirus, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was like, you know, I, my crew, my photographer, like we just bought equipment. We made a studio in my base, in um, my garage, and we shot the album, that iconic album where she's looking over, and you know that it got the dope like scenery where everything's mm-hmm. going to shit, and you know ass cheeks and the booty shorts. Mm-hmm. And, like 
I just love the fact that it just felt so authentic and you know she put she putting on her whole crew and it was a collaborative effort the features of course one that I do not want to speak about <laughs> we're we gonna get to that I'll let you finish we're gonna get to that mm. I just, mm. who shall not be named right. um, the song itself is phenomenal absolutely um, <laughs> can I like come on like I hate the club with Masego. Uh, you already know that's my baby daddy. Like smooth ass <laughs> song, change your life with Janaiko. I heard change your life because she did like the mix of um, all me, and she did the music video with change your life, and, and I was, it was like, great. That, song, that song is beautiful. And the way we always talk about, oh, we want the R&B girls to collaborate, da da da, and they just mm-hmm. loved it on that song so beautifully. Lucky Day, um, I know he released a deluxe album. I love that, Lucky Day. That's my man's dog. Listen, he the one. Listen. He the one. Yes. Listen. If, if Masego's my baby daddy, then Lucky Day is my husband. So um, I absolutely love Kaylani and Lucky Day together. I love the fact that, you know, you know, he toured with Kaylani and, you yep. know, she'd be putting on her people. And, she sure you did. Know, R&B will be winning when all the R&B people are like collaborate, collaborating and working together. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's, I, as a fan, I just eat that up. So I absolutely love it. Um, one of my favorite songs, um, she actually made a music video to it is open passionate. You know, that just that, that twang of the, the guitar is just, yeah, it's fire. You know, Kehlani kills me every time with her vulnerability in her music. And I, I will always be a fan. So top project number one for me so, listen i'm still i'm waiting for victoria monet to jump on that i hate the remix did you hear the song oh, we're waiting <laughs> they have a hot song out together i think it's um, yeah i think it's victoria's song but it's victoria's but they and when they were promoting it they they were teasing each other's songs and I was like listen Victoria just hop on I hate the club give us give us I need to know her side of the story so that's where Kalani wants to put her her um her business yeah I wanna I wanna uh, a music video recreating the club like something right right it's so visual like you feel like you're there like Mm -hmm. I, I love it yes so Jasmine you hit everything on the head um it's crazy he who should not be named when the album came out can i was probably my favorite record and i was like damn i really can't listen to this anymore and then when shameful and then when kaylani was like yo i'm making another version and adding a new verse i was like bet we need that immediately and then hate the club <laughs> i feel like we've all been there it was like yo i don't want to go to this party but i know she's gonna be here or for y'all he gonna be here so that's yeah and then the saxophone from masego is is beautiful like those are my two favorite records on that album um I I told Rob like Rob knows I'm a big Kehlani fan, and for mm-hmm. me the only thing I didn't like is that Toxic as a is a good song, not a good intro. We've talked about that off the air, Jasmine. Um, but now it's sure. definitely one of my favorite projects of the year. And again, R and B's winning. Lucky Day need to drop some 2021. And before I toss it to Rob, let me tell you what happened with Keisha Cole. So I tweeted Keisha Cole, right? I was like, yo, I think I tweeted something about trust. Like, trust with her and Monica was one of my favorite collabs, favorite duets in music, like, ever. 
I tweeted that and Rob trolled me. I took a nap. <laughs> took a nap. I was like, right, what did I say though? I don't remember what you said. I'm not gonna pull up to find it. But you, you had quoted it. it was like, ain't no one listen to Keisha Cole. Some, some wild. Keisha Cole saw that. that. And hit him back. It was like, "Hey, what you said?" And uh, Rob was like, "Whoa, whoa, it's not even like that, you know." I, I'm a fan. And I was like, "Yo, I missed this while I was asleep. Like, I would have died." It was not even life. like that. It was. I think it was something I was saying. Like, I was coming at him for listening to Keisha Cole, not other people for listening to Keisha Cole. And yeah, you know, she showed me love though. Shout out to Keisha, baby. Oh you know, my god! That pillow was crazy. I, I wish I could have experienced it in real time because I definitely would have like empty clip. There was no beef between me and Keisha. Okay. Anyway, Keisha, uh, a legend. She, she got to worry up. about OT. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, you want big crib? <laughs> All right, Rob. What's your number one project of twenty twenty? Um, certainly not an OT project, but um, sure. My number one, um, it just goes with the tried and true man, the God MC, you know, Godson, the greatest lyricist of all time, King's Disease, bro. Like, okay. The, you got two I, Hit Boy albums this year. So that's first. I thought when I heard Ultra Black, I was like, okay, this is how Nas coming. You because you know Nas do got a, you know he do have those little singles he puts on his joint, and you be like, I ain't really feeling that joint. And the rest of the album be dope, but his singles be in. Like now, Ultra Black was in that vein. I was like, okay, he about to be talking that talk, bro. Twenty Seven Summers should have been longer, way longer. But like just a hit. I remember hit the first time I heard, it, I was like, yo, he's really been here Twenty Seven Summers. Like yo, I'm Twenty Seven, bro. Like. Nah, I've been here this whole time, bro. Yeah. Like, like yeah, like, bro, I mean, he shouted out Gail King, I guess. He shouted out Doja Cat, I guess. <laughs> Word. <laughs> Word, you know. I mean, Spicy, bro. I mean, you get him on a drill song. Uh, Fabio's verse was kind of crazy, bro. Like, <laughs> hella violent, bro. But ASAP Ferg, bro, his verse was bananas we get the firm on it like who would have thought we would have heard the firm in 2020 so like that was just that moment where like um the big songs someone was talking about Don Tolliver earlier like I don't even I didn't even know who he was at all and I heard him on the song I was like oh okay who's this guy like it's just hard like so like yeah nah it's a it's a great balance of old and new stuff. I mean, Car eighty five, like Car eighty five. Like I, said, I think, bro, like the cure, like he's just like. I think anytime Nas get good beats, he's just. You see why he's the best rapper to me. Like he's. I don't think anybody's better than him. Like Jay Z's the goat, but as far as just rapping. Like Nas can check off every box, bro. Like the pictures he paints, the word played, like he makes the right statements at the right time, like so yeah, man. Like this definitely redeemed himself from um Nasir, man. He's back on, like him and Jay is back at one and two now, you know. Jay kinda of separated himself with four forty four. But King's disease put Nas back right up close to him. I'm not mad at that. And like I told you, Rob, I think Freddie Gibbs is the best rap album of the year. But based on the Grammy, um, just nominations, this is set up for Nas to finally get his first Grammy. 
so we'll, we'll see what happens um it's an amazing album so shout out to both you rob and naya for using hit boy so y'all going on my claim hit boy really being the producer of the year so it's got two of the albums and for me i guess last my number one album is an album that's already been mentioned by jasmine keep it in maryland brent Fias, fuck the world man um <laughs> 10 records all yeah. fire Brent Brent is up there with The Weeknd and a few other people who they can say anything and it's mm-hmm. like, like automatically where it's like he's not even trying but this is beautiful <laughs> and again I like my R&B one or two ways either simp and sap because I like the simp or pure, pure toxicity which that's Brent so he's in my bag again really the phrase of the year if you ain't nasty don't at me <laughs> like y'all know what it is you know the type of nothing but gospel we are on. too many ig captions preach it's, it's it's beautiful <laughs> dog like i want to know what he was thinking when he did that like that that that's he was moment. thinking that um <laughs> clouded is crazy been away and again make it out that record is so great and it's like dog why is this like a minute and 15 seconds this <laughs> needs to be like three minutes like we we needed more harmonies because for me the reason i love brent like he sounds like a choir boy and he just be talking that talk so ladies love him because of the voice men love him because we relate to the things he's saying it's a win-win and i think if brent really drops because this is an ep if we get the full album next year Ayo, it's it's free smoke, man. So salute to Brent. Um again that's that that's our list. Anything else y'all wanna add or is I think that's it, Rob. I think I know I know anybody didn't have any D smoke on that list. Man D smoke's overrated, bro. We die at Kendrick, bro. Like I'm never listening to nobody came from a TV show. You want to talk about sir? Talk about sir. He died, Kendrick, dog. Like I don't like. If I want to listen to that, I'm gonna listen to Kendrick Lamar. I feel that. Okay. He did. Oh, he did good man. for the show. Like, you know, he's good. He's good for a live performance. You have to see him live. He gets but... no play with. <laughs> like, album had crazy features. He Not had a feature with one. Ari. He had a feature with Jill Scott, and none of them moved. Uh, it was like, uh, yo, they just know, wasted their time, bro. He utters her voice on, bro. Not oh, that. My God. Oh, I, I, I have one more album that I forgot to put in my honorable mentions. Go ahead. That I'm gonna throw out before before we leave. Twice as tall, Burner Boy. Yeah, yeah, that's a good album. <laughs> yeah. And then Burner Boy. Talk about finding a pocket. That man finds the pocket in every song he is on. Nah, I'm with you. And it's funny, one of my uh, my friends, uh, she she made a, a breakdown. And I agree with it. So we're going to keep it honorable. She was like, you know, Burner Boy is like, if we compare it to rap, Burner Boy is like the Kendrick with the, the, the conscious message. Uh, DeVito is like the Chris Brown and WizKid would be like Drake and mm-hmm. I'm not just saying this because it's like Drake but WizKid's album made in Legos dog oh my God. dog, crazy. dog. Oh, crazy. 
crazy. He floated the, the whole way. Crazy. Hey, yo, so piece crazy. of me with Ella May. Fam. <laughs> Fam. We need new Ella 2021. We need that. And then Smile is one of my top five records of 2020. Like, yeah. Shout, shout out Wiz yes. Kid, man. Yeah. real. Um, I guess lastly, since I'm shoot, we got. I mean, I got mentioned definitely Alfredo, bro. Like that's crazy. That yes. on my list. Like shout out to Freddie Gibbs. Alfredo is crazy. Shout out to the illustrious Scotty Beam. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, Freddie, you beat me to the punch. This, this <laughs> yeah, like Alfredo was crazy. Like it's nice, concise, but dope rap from the beginning to the end. So to everyone listening, um, and I didn't even tell you guys for real, but this is going to be the last episode. We're going to put this out at the last to end the to end the year. So we got plenty of time left under our before we do our shout outs. What are you guys thankful for? And then we can get up out of here. So, Jasmine, start for you. What are you thankful for in this this whole year? What did what are you uh, the blessed to see and, and whatnot? I am thankful for my community, um, my tribe, you know, the, my friends and family that continue to just see the best in me and uh, what I have to offer in this world and just nurture it in the best way. Um, you know, they help me remove self-doubt and anxiety. Like, I would not be here if it wasn't for them. So my, my peoples, I'm thankful for my peoples. All right, Naya, what what you thankful for? I am, one, thankful for my mental health because this year has been very trying. It has tested me a lot. I have experienced serious highs and serious lows, so I'm just, I'm happy to have made it with a clear mind. Um... I'm also thankful for physical health as well. Unfortunately, I know a lot of people who have been affected by COVID this year, but I'm lucky to say that everyone I know has recovered from it and did not have to be hospitalized. Um, So I'm happy for physical health. And I'm also thankful that this year was the year that I was able to pivot my career to focus my professional work solely on catering to black people. Swag. All right, Rob, what what you got, man? Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm thankful for life because, yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people who, like, close to the way make it. So 2020, man, I'm, I'm thankful to make it to the end. I'm definitely thankful for just direction this year has given me a lot of time to just redirect everything i want because a lot of stuff just kind of got pushed to the wayside due to the pandemic and everything so i mean it gave me a lot of time to focus and like realize you know things i really wanted to do um low-key just remember i had a burrito in the fridge so (laughs) this guy thankful for that too because it's about to be lit (laughs) um yeah you know so I guess um first and foremost, thank you to everyone who has listened to this podcast. Not even just this episode, just any episode in twenty twenty if we somehow got you 
through your day. Uh, I'm I'm forever indebted. Um, thankful for health, good health, just whether it's mental, physical, uh, emotional, all all of that, and spiritual. Um, again, this has been a trying year for all of us, whether individually or collectively. We've had a lot of where were you when this happened moment. Um, and that that stuff is crazy. You usually get one of those maybe every decade. I feel like we had like four or five in a year, which is super Man. bizarre. Um, thankful for my new job. So yeah, you know, more money, uh, big moves. So that's that's pretty cool. And um, again, thankful to Rob, my co-host, to Jasmine and I for hopping on the show, and to every mm-hmm. guest we've had this year who took time out of their day, their busy schedule to kick it with us and just talk shop. Um, no, I always appreciate that. And to, uh, I say I'm thankful again just for my family, my friends. A lot of big things happen personally. And um, I pray that next year everyone who, who hears this podcast has an incredible year. And if this year was the ground, the next year is the ceiling. So, Jasmine, you yeah. picked the outro. The floor is yours. Take us home. Yes, sir. Um, thanks for having me, first and foremost. Um, I would like to drop Leanne LaHava's The Colors version of Bittersweet. That is my outro song. And there you have it. And my goal, I'm going to you know, sit in and lock in with this and try to put everything in the description. So read the description if you want the timestamps of five, four, three, two, and one, along with the albums, just in case you were under a rock of new music you might not have listened to. I'm gonna put the, the smart link of all their albums and we all gonna check it out and and yeah, vibe vibe well. Um, you know, we're gonna see you guys next year. Y'all be safe. Y'all have fun and uh till the next time. Peace. Peace.
slept all Friday and he couldn't get through. If we're good tomorrow, does that make it true? Not completely. We're picking that fight every day. Oh, this shit's going nowhere, baby. Bitter sweet summer rain. That's everything. Thanks for listening to A Thousand Jumpers. And I hope that 2021 brings us a lot more stability, more hot music, more.